Welcome, my friends, to the podcast that never ends, where we gather our clan and talk about peace and love in our lives, the difficulties along the journey, and how we rise up. We will experience a little thing I call cluberty together, find our sweet spot, and planting our seeds to watch them grow in our magic garden. I'm Uncle Dave, and our transformation starts right here. Hey now, and how are you doing? Just want to welcome you to the next episode of Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat. Today's a special bonus episode for Father's Day. Woohoo! Just because I'm a dad. And we just want to thank all the dads out there. And I just want to do a little, uh, I guess, rambling. Uh, people have asked me to, when they've contacted me, said, hey, on the podcast, we'd love to get to know you a little bit better. And I thought we got to know Uncle Dave already, but there isn't. There's many layers of Uncle Dave. And here's a Father's Day message for all the fathers out there. Now, I don't care if you like your dad, if you don't like your dad, if your dad is your hero. If you never have met your dad, what I'm going to ask you to do, or not able to see your children as a dad, what I'd ask you to do is send out that love energy. If you really believe all the energy in the world, love never ends, and we're able to communicate. You might not see those people, but we're going to be able to still send out that energy. Take the time, either through this thing, think about those fathers that are in your life, the father figures that are in your life, the community people who have been a role model in your life, and just say thank you and wish them a happy Father's Day. If you can, do it by the phone. And no, I'm not going to go like I did on Mother's Day with that saying. Uh, what I will say is going to tell you a little story about me. I'm a Toastmaster, and if those people who don't know what Toastmasters is, it's a practice speaking. If you want to get better, join a Toastmaster club or contact Uncle Dave, and I'll help you find a Toastmaster club. Uh, I'm a DTM, which is one of the higher levels of Toastmasters, and uh, I enjoy it. So I, I help out with a bunch of clubs, and this past week, we have some section during the meeting called Table Topics. Now, Table Topics is a section where you don't have a prepared speech. You get called up and they talk about, you need to talk, answer a question for about a minute or so. Now, if you don't make the minute, it's okay. We don't hit you with a wet noodle or anything like that. But we do actually try to get you to that one minute if we can or teach you how to at least speak to that one minute, that elevator pitch minute and things like that by answering a question quickly. So this year, this week's question at the club I was at was about Father's Day. Surprise, surprise, surprise. But the trick was, the first person they called on was somebody who didn't have a good relationship with their dad. And it was really tough for her to answer the question. And through her skills, she was able to answer the question, but not necessarily talk about her dad. Then they call me. And I go, <laughs> oh, God. Um, I didn't have a good relationship with my dad either. So they go, what's the, one of the best things your dad taught you or, or one of the best things that happened uh, with your dad? And I go, well, he passed. And uh, I said he transitioned. And it was quiet for a second. And I said, but that wasn't the best thing that happened. One of the best things that happened was 
that a lot of the lessons that he tried to show me because he wasn't able to teach me in the right way, I'm learning now. And I, you know, I, I, I still take, uh, helped take care of my mom right after he, he transitioned. And I'd be like, Dad, you really have to leave me like this? Like, my parents weren't great planners, but they are great people. Uh, they did the best they could. And that's what we have to always remember, that most of the times our dads do the best we can. Our parents do the best we can. And it's really interesting when you start doing stuff like that. You know, I mean, I have to say... We're going to talk about a bunch of things. It's going to be a short episode, but, you know, they really just want us to learn everything well. If you think about it, that's what dads do. They try to teach you in what the way that they think you need to be taught, which is a big trick, and I'm learning that more with my daughters, that I can't teach them the way that I thought that they needed to be taught. I need to teach them or be part of their learning in the way that they need to be experiencing things because we can't protect as parents you know one of the things that that parents you know we really are you know leaders and you know so powerful because we want to be protective of our our kids And, and by doing that that's not always the best thing because then they have to learn different lessons and it's tough being a parent and that's why i like being uncle dave Uncle Dave is the guy who's going to help you out in a problem, give you sugar, and send you back on to mom and dad. Um, but it's also a point of being on Father's Day. We want to make sure that we kind of listen everywhere to those whispers. And that's what it is, is seeing the filters, the love filters of what our dads are really saying. Oh, how, not how they're saying it, because that's where we have our, our challenges, but if we can listen everywhere, everywhere for the whispers, the whispers of love. Now, I'm not going to say that every father has done that. But at some point, I know for me, the first few moments of holding my child or the both daughters when they were born wrapped their little hands around my pinky, and that was it. That was it. They owned me for the rest of their lives and they're still doing it and later today one of my daughters is graduating from high school holy moly i don't even know how that happened but she's doing amazing and she's gone off to college and i just got to do what i have to do in the way i have to do it and try to be the parent that i want to be on father's day now by learning everything well it, it is tough because we're not always able to interact with our children the way that we want to because of lots of different life situations or even being able to see some of our children. Uh, I have a friend, my friend Ira, whose daughter was taken away from him, actually taken out of the country by uh, her mom shortly after she was born and the federal government is not allowing, not really doing anything. They, you know, so... There's lots of fathers, and I want people to send out love to my friend Ira and people like him who are not able to see their children on Father's Day or any day and not able to communicate. It's not an easy thing being a parent. As we all know, anybody who is a parent, even if you're a four-legged parent, it's not easy. And I want you to embrace that Father's Day idea. You know, there's there's so many people that I want to, thank along my way. There's so many real great role models that have been in my life. 
I mean, professionally, Greg Reed is an amazing father. And, you know, he's reached out to me again when I tried to hurt myself. He was one of the first calls after he heard about it. He was like, get your ass out here to California. And I didn't take that opportunity, but I want to make sure that I, I honor him. And, you know, it's just those people who stand up. You don't have to be a father to just stand up and be, show up in somebody's life. Now, in my own life, my father, as I said, I didn't have a good relationship with. It all had to do with start stemming from puberty on up. But at the end, I want to share that we did have a good transition. In the years that he started, uh, his Alzheimer's started getting worse, and he was forgetting more and more, and his temper, which wasn't great, when things were good, uh, did not improve. But the one thing that I I can say that I do take honor in, in that whenever he would be angry uh, and he would talk to the nurses, he goes, wait till my son got here and he's going to fix everything. Now, I didn't fix anything. I did the best I could and managed the situation that I could and I learned to meet him where he was at, not where I wanted him to be at. And we did, we, we were able to have some conversations, including our, our last conversation. Uh, among the pieces I was preparing for a, a eulogy, he didn't know that, and I wouldn't have done that to him. But uh, And the last words I said to him before I left that day was, I love you. And the next morning, five minutes before I got there, he, he transitioned. And um, I remember standing over the body. They, they didn't really want me there. And I, I, I go, you couldn't wait five minutes. I would have been there with you. But that, too, was a lesson. Now, I'm not going to tell you. I know when I said those words, I love you, those I meant. You know, sometimes we say those words, I love you, just because, hey, you ha- it's, a re- it's a knee-jerk response or you have to because you have to love these people. You don't. But what I want to do is want to make sure that you are know that the energy that you put out is the energy that you'll also receive. And that's why I keep talking about putting out the energy, the unconditional energy of love to everybody. And on Father's Day, guess what? We all should do that. And we should do that every day, not only on Father's Day. Now, on Father's Day, I really wanted to do a, a bunch of things. I want to do some talking. I've been writing a lot and... um you know, the, uh, about people, you know, some legends who are embarrassing and, yes, they can be wordy, but if we listen to some of the lessons that we have in that, there's so much wisdom that really could happen because most dads are lovable, exciting, and warm. That's what I've been told. <laughs> but their meanings are. So even the fathers that might not be, I'm going to tell you, that I believe that they've all been a leader showing you education and warrior-like. Now, that might not be what you need, but for me, I've been lucky enough to meet lots of people and have left an impact. My own dad did leave a huge impact on me. I wanted to be better than what I felt he was as a parent. Have I done that? Yes or no, I, I, I've been just as challenging a, a, as, as he had because I didn't see things the right way. I see things much differently now than I had in, in my youth before I learned a lot of stuff and before I, I really put myself through a lot of challenges. And that's the thing. 
we all learn. But the one thing that I could say is my kids know that I love them. So my biological kids or my non-biological kids, uh, I will run through fire for all of them. And if I see them or I don't see them, all I need is a phone call and I'm there. Now, that's the thing about life. You start meshing with other people. And I've been lucky enough to have two father-in-laws. One who taught me how to play golf, or at least play golf as well as he did, which, uh, as anybody who plays golf, we had some great, great times. He was one of my friends. He was a, a, almost like a brother. He was friendly. He embraced me. And I know when he transitioned, we, I saw him about a week before he, he was transitioned. And um, he just gave me the nod. And uh, I said to him, I'll see you again, my friend. And that was one of the pieces that I, I really w- was glad to, to do for him, to be there. And it doesn't mean that I'm his best friend and I'm not trying to suggest anything. But I know after the divorce with his daughter, I was they still remained very close. We still played golf every now and then. He'd call me up and he'd ask for some assistance. And I'd always be there for him because they really embraced me as part of their family. The, the tricks in life, you never know who comes into your life to impact you or how they impact you. Now, my second father-in-law also impacted me much differently. He is my hero. And I've said this, and I've said this to people a million times. I mean, this gentleman is lovable. He's exciting. He's warm when you get to know him. And the thing is... <laughs> He tells all these great stories. They're all legendary. Most of them are embarrassing, and most of them are wordy. But guess what? You just listen to it because there's a huge heart. The heart is bigger than the man, and the man is, is a pretty large man. But what I'd like to just say is tell you a special story. Again, the day that my dad, we actually buried my dad, and I always get a little emotional at this part of the story, is... I helped run a lot of the stuff and and, and coordinate a lot of the things. I didn't know what I needed. But I had just put my dad um, in his final wrestling spot. Came out, uh, got everybody into the house, and I was just kind of coordinating, and I I, I saw this man. And, um, And he reached in for my hand, as he always did, for a handshake. And um, he pulled me in for a hug. It was a hug I didn't know I needed. But he did. Didn't say a word. After he left his embrace, he walked inside, and we've never said anything about it since. And until I have sat back, and as you can hear, I'm a little emotional now, I never knew how much that I needed that hug. But he knew. He just gave me that head nod and walked away. Now, we've had lots of great conversations uh, over the years. When kayaking, he, he took me on my first motorcycle ride as an older man. Um, he's my hero, and I've said that because he's the father. Well, is he perfect? No. But that's the thing about Father's Day. Guys, don't have to be perfect. There is no fucking thing about perfect. What it is, is do the best you can. And when you learn, do better.
And that's what I've always done is when I learn to do better and when I see the things, we only can see things from our perspective. And if we've grown up in a small perspective world, that's what we see. And once you can expand your perspective and learn from a larger perspective and really pay attention to those people around you, not only your children, not only your wife, your girlfriend, your friend, just know that how lucky, how eager you can be and just make sure that you're wide-eyed when you're around your kids because that's what the kids see. The kids see everything and that's how we learn. And while my life has taken me in a completely different turn that I didn't know, I know that because of my role models and the people who are in my heart, it's just incredible. So I'm going to just share one more thing. When I was going through therapy, oh my God, he went to therapy. He's going to talk about it. Damn straight. I believe everybody needs some recalibration. One of my R words. And when I was in therapy, my therapist, Bill Souls, uh, who, as you might have known, as one of the episodes, uh, is the Pied Piper of Havening, but and an amazing father as well. But what I want to say is, he's like, all right, we're going to do this thing, and I want you to pick a memory, so that way you can know exactly. You need to have your one of your resources, uh, what you always look at. And the resources... You know, he asked me to do about protective. And I want to tell you a story about being protective. And it's something that he tried to change to a different image. And I was like, no, my mind's set. Yeah, I'm stubborn. Uncle Dave is stubborn. But the protective piece of me is this was a story of exactly like many other fathers. We took the kids to see Mumenshans at NYU. And at that intermission, there was a woman who was drunk. She was trying to talk to my kids, and I allowed them to talk to my kids, and I see she's getting closer to the kids, and I stood in the middle between my kids and all four of them and this woman. Now, my wife went to go get security, and this woman is then yelling at me because why did I do that? She's not here to hurt anybody, and she might not have been from her perspective, but as a parent, we step in, and we definitely become that Warm-hearted father, but you're going to be better be wise around that and also protective because, as anybody knows, my protection part of me is really there I might be bringing it back. Okay, I've, I've yelled and I, I, I've done a lot of things because of your warrior-like. And that's what the father, that's what a father does, right? That's how we've been taught as society is we need to be warrior-like. We need to be you know, the hunter-gatherer, that's not always true, but think about that on Father's Day. But be the kind warrior. Be the warrior that looks for love and tries to resolve things through love because while getting together with family, we all can feel that. So on that story, I was protecting those four girls, and I will always protect those four girls. I will run through fire. I will do anything for those four girls. That's what Father's Day is going to be for me. So tomorrow, though I might not see all those girls, I will be sending out love because that's what I do. Every day of my life is a Father's Day. I'm a father if I 
see them or I don't see them, if I'm there or not. I send out love every day because that's what a parent does. And that's what I've been asking you guys to do is just sending out love to whomever you need to do. And that could go every day. That could be the mothers, the mothers who've acted like fathers, the blended fathers, the stepfathers, the fathers who don't see their children just because they don't want to or because they're not allowed to. Everybody needs love. Make sure this Father's Day you have your love filter. And I know when I have my love filter, I definitely will make sure that I share some lovable, exciting, warm moments because of my hero and all the other fathers that have come into my life and have taught me probably enough rambling for today. Thank you, my friends. Thank you, my tribe. Thank you, my clan. Please, on this Father's Day, please find peace and love. Share that love. And if you're bringing it back, make sure you find that sweet spot. Come on and play some softball tomorrow morning. I know I will be. And that's the only bat I'll be swinging tomorrow. But I'll be definitely sharing some peace and love and sharing it energetically for all the children that are in my life. Thank you, and I love you all. I am really glad that you're enjoying the show, and I hope you follow us on all the podcast hosting sites, as well as Facebook, Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat. Or you can follow me, Uncle Dave, David Chemetsky, at Facebook, Instagram, Clubhouse, and www.davidchemetsky.com. I also would enjoy for you to contact me if you want to just have some feedback. You need somebody to talk to at peace, love, bring a bat at gmail.com. Well, my friends, today's journey has come to a close. I hope the seeds of peace and love continue to grow for each one of you. Remember the peace and love surround you that will assist you to rise again. And don't forget to bring a bat for what you believe in. Namaste. Namaste.